Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. Hello, my friends. The Heinz Honey and Almond Cream Program. He can always talk about Crosby's horses. Yeah, doesn't he? He does it there. Oh, and by the way, I saw one of Crosby's horses at the racetrack today. Did you say hello? No, I said goodbye. I was walking too fast. <laughs> Probably one dark horse talking to another. Yeah. Oh, hello, Ray. Hi, Gracie. I brought you a little present. Oh, Ray Noble again? <laughs> I hope you like it. Oh, well, I can't wait to unwrap it. Uh, it's a long time growing it. This morning I cut it just for you. Oh, it's beautiful. What is it? It's a lock of Ray's hair. <laughs> that's some present. Well, Ray, I adore it. Well, I'm glad that's off my chest. <laughs> well, there's a pretty little thing. Oh, to give a present like that certainly takes a lot of pluck. <laughs> oh, by the way, Gracie, I reserved that table for two after the broadcast. Oh, in the same old place? Yes, on the same old table. Oh, good. I'm just dying to shoot a game of pool. <laughs> you can meet him at nine o'clock behind the eight ball. <laughs> Hello, Prez. Hello, Pinky. Well, George, how's the Secretary of State this evening? I'm not the Secretary of State. Well, I don't know. You look like Hull to me. <laughs> I do, huh? Variety clubs like your political speech in Dallas. Oh, grant you, but George's speech was a riot. Really? Well, I'm dying to hear it, George. Well, all I said to him was members of the Variety Club. Yeah, isn't that a scream, Frank? Yeah, it must have killed the people. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I... Uh, Gracie, when you got home, was your kangaroo glad to see you? Oh, you mean Laura? Oh, yeah. I'll say. She wagged her tail so hard, she knocked my sister Bessie out of bed. <laughs> a kangaroo sleeps with your sister Bessie? Oh, what's the matter with that? Bessie's very nice. <laughs> Must be a nice little family. Of course, Monday night is Hazel's turn and Friday uh, night... To sleep with the kangaroo? To sleep with Bessie. And Friday night... Well, why does... does, does every, why does everyone want to sleep with Bessie? Well, she's the only one who's got a bed. <laughs> the only one who's got a bed? Yeah. Please, everybody. I'd like to hear George's speech. Well, thanks, Drummond. I got up and I said, members of the variety well, club... Gracie, it, uh, you mean there's only one bed in your house? Well, you know how small our apartment is. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Well, forgot. it's so small, my daddy has to shave before he can get into the bathroom. <laughs> then, uh, where does he shave? On his face. <laughs> does he, does he use a lather? No, no, he stands in a chair. 
Uh, members of the bride... Uh, Gracie, uh, how many of you live in this apartment? Oh, no, let me see. There's my little nephew, Porky, and there's uh, my Porky? mother and my father, is, yes. Uh, his name is Porky? Yes, and my father uh, and my mother. What was he named after? After he was born. <laughs> That's a nice name, Porky. Yes. He's the one with the revolving head. Then there's uh, my Just a my minute. Father. Just a minute. Your nephew has a revolving head? Yeah, he got that from wiping his face in the roller towel. <laughs> Your family certainly gets around. Yes. And so does that kid's head. Oh, and then there's my, my Uncle Max, an old Indian fighter. He's an a... old Indian fighter? Yeah, but he's not fighting anymore. Why not? He can't find any the old, old Indians. old Indians, I told you. <laughs> Uncle Max, he's the one with the flat feet. Yeah, he got that way having his hat blocked while he had his shoes on. <laughs> George, please, the speech. Well, I'll try again. Members of the Variety Club, stop me if you've heard this before. Stop. Why? I've heard it before. Oh, quiet. <laughs> a very funny thing happened to me on the way to Dallas. Oh, I thought you were born on the way to Cleveland. <laughs> that, uh, that was another speech. Oh. Mm. Uh, how many of you live in this apartment? Well, there's 16, including Laura and my Aunt Clara. Your Aunt mm-hmm. Clara? That's the one with the wart. Yeah, she married him last March. <laughs> I mean, the one with the wart on her hand. That's him, all right. She's been supporting him since they were married. Mm. Well, all right. So 16 live in your house. A very funny thing happened on the way to Dallas. Oh, 17, including Mr. Phillips. A very funny thing happened. Mr. Phillips? Yes. Who, who is Mr. Phillips? Oh, he's been living with us for 12 years. Well, who is he? Oh, we don't know. <laughs> he's been living with you for 12 years? You don't know who he is? Mm-hmm. How'd he get there? Well, we asked the landlady to bring us another bed, and he was in it. <laughs> Members of the Variety Clubs are very... Quiet, George. I'd like to hear your speech. Well, what do you think I'm trying to do, Truman? Bob, but never mind. Oh, go on, George. We're only kidding. Are we, Bob? Oh, yeah, no, 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 And the speech was really a big hit in Dallas. Well, members of the Variety Clubs... It would have been just as good in Oakland. Members of the Variety Clubs... It would have been good in Glendale, too. <laughs> members of the Variety Clubs... I mean, Clubs. Sorry, Quiet! Not... Quiet! <laughs> Well, never mind. Let's forget it. Oh, okay, let's good. Forget let's forget all about, forget all about it. Well, wait a minute. It's a great speech. It'll only take me a second. Members of the Variety Club, a very funny thing happened to me while I was flying to Dallas. I said to the pilot, hello, palsy Walty." George always starts with a funny crack like that. <laughs> I said, uh, why do all pilots wear black belts? And guess what the aviator said? To haul up their pants. <laughs> How did you know? I used to be a pilot. <laughs> We hurried out of Dallas, and when I got home, guess what my cousin Mabel was doing? She was mowing the carpet. How did you know? George used to be a pilot. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Is there anyone here with a little intelligence? Oh, coming, old boy, coming. Mm. <laughs> well, you've got as little as anybody. You know, that's what my mother always says. Oh, she admitted it. Yes, she used to be a pilot. Oh, go away, go. <laughs> and while my cousin Mabel was mowing the carpet, my kangaroo Laura was in the kitchen laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing. <laughs> what and uh, what was she laughing at? Oh, my who was sitting in a rumble seat tickling her. He was. <laughs> Did you ever put a piece of wedding cake under your pillow to dream of the man you're going to marry? Well, I can tell you a more dependable way to help your dreams come true. Make yourself so attractive and appealing that men will just naturally fall head over heels in love with you. Use Heinz Honey and Almond Cream regularly to help keep your hands thrilling to touch. Heinz is extra creamy, extra softening for rough or tender skin. This fine, fragrant cream helps guard against chapping and that flaky, dried-out look. Even one application of Heinz makes your hands look softer, feel smoother to touch. Use Heinz Honey and Almond Cream from tip to toe. It's a swell body rub. And above all, remember your hands. 
After every household job and every time you take your hands out of water, smooth on Heinz Honey and Almond Cream. That's the way to help keep your hands soft and kissable. Then just hear that man of yours say, Honey, there's something about you that just bowls me over. Every time I touch your hands, they're so soft and adorable. They give me a thrill through and through. Now, here is Frank Parker. Tonight, my song is an unusual one, but I think you'll agree it's a pretty one. The Moon Was Yellow and My Heart Was Young, written by Edgar Leslie and Freddie Allen. The moon was yellow and the night was young. A smile brought us together and I was wondering whether we'd meet again someday. The moon was yellow And the song was sung That vocal inspiration Gave me the inclination To give my heart away Cupid fellow, behold the moon is yellow, and the night is young. Here we are, is our romance to continue? Will it be my luck to win you? May I look that far? Cupid fellow, behold the moon is yellow, and the night is young. Frank, Frank, how do you reach those high notes? My singing teacher used to be a pilot. I thought so, I knew that was coming. <laughs> Say, Frank, Kenny Baker was in Dallas, and he sang the same song you just did. Kenny Baker? Uh-huh. Who's that? Oh, isn't that a coincidence he asked the same thing about you? Yeah. <laughs> For your ratification, Frank, uh, Kenny Baker has the same tone qualities in his higher register as Nelson Eddy. Yeah, how would you know that? He used to be a pilot, yes. Oh. <laughs> and not only that, he has no stoop, no squat, no squint. Who, Kenny Baker? No, Philco. Oh, Philco Baker, yes, that's that tall fella, yes. Well, a lot of people like to hear Coming Through the Rye by Kenny Baker, but I'd rather hear Ain't Misbehaving Coming Through the Nose of George Burns. Is that so? <laughs> I'll probably end up as the secretary of the nasal. Oh, George. <laughs> Hello, Bubbles. Hello, Gracie. I'd have been here sooner, but I was out with the boys. What boys? Don Wilson. <laughs> oh, yes, the fellow who Jack Benny works for. Say, Gracie, was your family glad to see you when you got back from Dallas? Oh, yes, especially my grandfather, who doesn't live with us anymore. Well, I'm glad to hear that. He lives on a desert. He does. He's very wealthy. He's a half-owner of a mirage. 
<laughs> of a mirage? Uh, who owns the other half? Oh, some crazy guy. <laughs> That's very interesting. He made a lot of money selling water holes to thirsty people for 20 cents apiece. Must have made a fortune that way. Well, of course, he really only gets 15 cents apiece because you get a nickel back on the hole. Mm. <laughs> if he ever gets out of a hole, he'll go broke. Yeah. Hey, why, Gracie, a business like that is better than the Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal? What is that? I don't know. Clark Gable mentioned it in the picture and it got a laugh. <laughs> That's because you wore a funny hat. Clark Gable. Say, in some places they think I'm bigger than Clark Gable. In some places you are. <laughs> Say, George, I'd just assume you wouldn't say those things, those things about Bubbles' figure. No? No. You know how a thing like that spreads. <laughs> well, don't worry, Bubbles. Just keep your chins up. You know, you know, I just can't wait for you to be elected, Gracie. Can you imagine me on the floor of the Senate making a filibuster like Jimmy Stewart did and Mr. Smith goes to Washington? Do you realize that he spoke for 23 hours? An amateur, George. I can talk for 23 days. Mm. I can hear myself now saying, Gentlemen of the Senate, the moment you finish the dishes... Give your hands the creamy comfort of Heinz honey and almond cream. Uh, Truman, Heinz Truman, nice Truman. Truman. Are you going to do this for 23 days? Maybe longer. It feels good and uh, soothing. Frank, open the door. It's the Truman, you're a little too close to the mic. Step back a little further. A little further, true. You know what? A little further. Frank, close the door. Nice work, Frank. Really? That's the first time I ever closed the door on the broadcast. No. Yeah, look, I can even do it left-handed. Frank, close the door. Well, and now, ladies and gentlemen, I'll not only do it blindfolded, but I will drink a glass of water at the same time. Get away from that my... door, Frank. <laughs> I say, Gracie, did you ever see this album of pictures of me? No, Ray. See if you recognize anybody in this picture. It's a group of us in the country. Oh, what a lovely group. Well, you're all holding up oatmeal cookies. No, those are our faces. <laughs> yeah. Because oatmeal, oatmeal cookies have more expression. Who's this little chap with the accordion pleated face? Oh, that's me when I was four years old. Oh. And who's that silly-looking sap next to him? That's me when I was nine. <laughs> Why, Ray, the one standing behind him is you, too. Yes, that's when I was twelve and a half. In other words, all ten in this group are you. All except the old man with the gray hair. Who's he? Oh, that's me when I'll be sixty. <laughs> well, that's a nice future for you, Ray. I've got a picture of me at home when I was three years old. I'm all covered with ice cream. You're all covered with ice cream? Yeah, my nurse was trying to put me in a good humor. <laughs> that was eccentric, wasn't it? No, vanilla. That's a better flavor, yes, vanilla. Come in. If your hands are rough and red and you want soothing... <laughs> good evening, Burns and Allen program. Well, that's a coincidence, so are we. Hmm. I'm George Burns. What can I do for you? Well, you see, I've been listening with great interest to Gracie Allen's presidential campaign. I'm Dr. Schmierbach, a psychiatrist. Uh, is that anything like a Republican? I know nothing about politics. Oh, a Democrat. Mm. <laughs> uh, doctor. Doctor, you mean you're interested in her campaign because you're a psychiatrist? Exactly. I'd like to ask her a few questions to see if she's capable of running the government. In other words, you want to test her IQ. Oh, all right, but whether IQ or I don't Q, I'll be elected. I'll vote for you, Grace. I'm a specialist in mental therapeutics. I watch the mind and see what makes it tick. What if it doesn't tick? No ticky, no watchy. No watchy. <laughs> uh, Miss Allen, would you object to a little psychoanalysis? Well, <laughs> make it a small one. I only drink to be sociable. Gracie, what he means is, how, how are your reflexes? Well, they're all right, but I get better pictures with my brownie. <laughs> a reflex? A reflex is sort of a jerk. Ah, uh, George, you're just self-conscious. Oh, go, go. <laughs> 
Well, if you are self-conscious, Mr. Burns, you're what we psychiatrists call a manic depressive with a touch of schizophrenia. Is that so? And how can you tell? He used to be a pilot. Everybody has got that one. Now, Miss Allen, do you ever feel taut? Taut? Yes, tense, like you were being held in a vice and slowly strangled to death. Oh, yes, yes, lots of times. What do you do to overcome it? Oh, I just take off my girdle. <laughs> he, he means, is it a mental contraction or a muscular contraction? Yeah, oh. oh, it's a silk one. I got it at Bullock's. <laughs> nice day, isn't it, Doc? Miss Allen, yours is a very unusual case. Tell me, when you go to sleep at night, do you see strange things in your dreams? No. Playing everyday things. Last night I saw a green leopard with pink stripes. Ah, now we're getting someplace. Miss Allen, did it have an electric fan for a tail? Yes. Did it have ears made of hot water bottles? Yes. <laughs> Doctor, Doctor, what are you crying about? She stole my leopard. Get out! Get out! Well, every screwball happens to me, especially that doctor. Oh, he's a very brainy man and polite, too. Before he left, he gave me his hand. He did? Yeah, here it is. You want to shake it? How do, doctor? Come on. It's silly. George, yeah. when Grace is elected president and I'm appointed postmaster general, I'm going to wear my hair pompadour style, so I'll have something to keep my stamps in. Well, Frank, when Grace is elected, you won't have any hair. Well, then I'll part in the middle like Jim Farley does. Yeah, Jim Farley's hair is a goner. Oh, 
What do you like that, Frank? Beautiful Chinese flowers. Beautiful Chinese flowers? Plitty smelly. Plitty smelly, is that what you smell? Come in. You too can have beautiful appealing hands. <laughs> was there a man in here who said he was Dr. Schmierbach, a psychiatrist? Would you recognize his hand? Quiet. He's an escaped lunatic, and I'm his nurse. A lunatic in here? Well, of all places. Yes, you said it. Do you know what he does? He gets thermometers, breaks them open, drinks the mercury, and throws away the glass. He must be crazy. Certainly, that's the best part. <laughs> well, just leave your address, and that's the door right over there. Shh. Yes? Yesterday, I killed a man. You killed a man? Why? I was mad at him. He killed me first. <laughs> Look, let's get to the door, mister. I... H- have you noticed I've been whispering? Uh-huh. I lost my voice when I was Caruso. Well, don't let it get around, but here's the door. Gentlemen of the Senate, if your hands are ready. <laughs> Those guys give me the creeps. Oh, don't be silly. They're no more crazy than I am. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> you know, George, you might not believe it, but when I was a young fellow, I was crazy, too. But I took some treatments, and in no time I was cured. Completely cured? Sure, just every once in a while I go, <laughs> But outside that, I'm all right. Nothing happened. <laughs> Is that so? Say, Gracie, did you hear Dewey's speech at the Hollywood Bowl Saturday night? Oh, yes. And where does he come off telling the people he doesn't like the way I'm running the government? He never said such a thing. Oh, we better not. I say. Criticizing our national debt. Why, we ought to be proud of it. It's the biggest one in the world. <laughs> no. Gracie, you know nothing about politics. Do you know anything about the RFC? Are you familiar with the Dyes Committee? Oh, please, George. When a girl's running for president, she can't be too familiar with anybody. I can't wait not to vote for you. Say, Gracie, I forgot to tell you we received our calico dresses. Oh, you mean for my Omaha convention next month? Yes, but mine is too big. After all, I only weigh 300 pounds with my girdle on. Well, what do you weigh without your girdle? I don't know. I've never been able to get it off. (laughs) Well, don't worry. Someday he'll snap out of it. Come in. Honey, mom and cream is normal, everyone. Uh, good evening. I'm looking for two men. One says he's a psychiatrist, and the other says he's a male nurse. And who are you? I'm the chief deputy from the Lunacy Commission. You'll never guess who I am. Who are you? I'm going to be the next first lady of the land. And the reason I'm whispering is because I lost my voice when I was Caruso. Mm-hmm. And this is our next postmaster general. Oh, is that so? I should hope to scare you. Whoa! <laughs> well, you're the two guys I want. Now, come on. Wait a minute. Now, don't take you. I put you straight. You know, Gracie, this is the first time you and I have ever been alone. Uh, yes, you and me both. Are you happy? No, I'm Gracie. You must be happy. <laughs> no, I'm Raymond. Then we're still alone. It's wonderful sitting next to you. Is it? I've never sat next to me. And I'm rather ashamed to admit it, but I've been dreaming of a wife. Why, that's nothing to be ashamed of, Ray. I'm afraid it is. It's the drummer's wife. Oh. Well, I thought maybe you were dreaming that I would be your wife. Oh, well, tell me, would you love me when I'm weak and helpless? I do. I'm afraid you wouldn't find me a very affectionate sweetheart. I would if you'd find me one. Well, I'll be glad to try. When you're near somebody you care for, do you ever get goose pimples? Are they anything like cranberries? Well, that's what you make pies out of. Oh, really? 
I never tasted a goose pimple pie. Oh, they're very good, and I love potato chips. So do I. Do you believe in taking potato chips to bed? Well, I do if they're sleepy. You know, I must stop this elopement right now. What elopement? Well, my heart's running away with my head. Oh, isn't that romantic? I hope they'll be happy together. Oh, but Gracie, wouldn't you like to run away and leave the whole world behind us? Yeah, but could we be happy in Glendale? Well, we could force ourselves. Sometime, Ray, maybe you can make my dream come true. Maybe you can grab me in your arms and carry me away from this tinsel existence, away from this phony life in Hollywood. I'd like to go to a place that's real, where people live on the level and there's no make-believe. I'd love to, Gracie. Where do you want me to take you? To the wrestling matches. Thousands have already received their copies of Gracie's campaign song, Vote for Gracie. You can have a copy, too, complete with music and verses, the same crazy campaign song that you hear right on this program. And this sheet music has a big picture of Gracie on the cover, too, wearing her famous funny presidential hat. This Heinz offer is good for a short time only, so don't delay sending in your name and address, together with a Heinz honey and almond cream carton. Send one carton of the 25-cent size, the 50-cent size, or the dollar size. If you use the 10-cent size Heinz, then send two cartons. Address your envelope to Gracie Allen, Hollywood, California. And remember this. The more you use Heinz lotion for your hands, the nicer looking your hands should be. For this fine, fragrant lotion is extra creamy, extra softening to hands that get dry and chapped doing housework all day long. Heinz is actually a creamy emulsion containing two vitamins A and D. It's famous for giving women the world over the hands he loves to touch. Soft, thrilling honeymoon hands. Get Heinz Honey and Almond Cream at any toilet goods counter and then send the Heinz carton to Gracie Allen for your copy of your campaign song, Vote for Gracie. Address your envelope to Gracie Allen, Hollywood, California. Now Gracie will sing, I Can't Love You Anymore. Sing it, Gracie. I can't love you anymore, anymore than I do. For if I loved you anymore, I would have to be true. I love you with my heart, I love you with my mind. I love you, love you, love you, all there is I find. So I can't love you anymore, any more than I do, I do. I wish that I could fashion a masterpiece of melody and rhyme to convey in a clever way how very much I care. But I haven't flair for clever things and therefore what I have to say must be said in a simple way. I can't love you any more, any more than I do. For if I love you, love you, love you, love you any more, I would have to be true. I love you in the sun, I love you in the rain, I'd love you in the middle of a hurricane. So I can't love you any more, any more than I do. Heel, toe,
Want a good hand cream? Then try the new Heinz hand cream in jars. It's made with the makers of Heinz honey and almond cream. And like this famous creamy lotion, Heinz hand cream is quick softening for chapped rough hands. In two sizes, 10 cents and 39 cents each at toilet goods counters. Thank you, Truman. Well, Gracie, say goodnight. Oh, good night. In leaving, I want to quote the words of another great woman, Laura, my kangaroo, who says, Gracie will be our next president. I hop, 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 hop. Good night. Good night. And next Wednesday, over these same stations, George and Gracie and all of us will be back again, don't forget. And don't forget, for honeymoon hens, it's Heinz Honey Almond Cream. And remember, too, next week, if your community changes to daylight time, we'll be back at the usual time. But if your community does not change to daylight time, we'll be on the air one hour earlier. Truman Bradley saying good night. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.